All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today's episode, we are going to talk all about the National. It's going to be a Q&A show, a little bit of what's on your mind, but a Q&A show about the National. We've got some tips and tricks. This will drop on Wednesday, right before the show starts. Uh, so hopefully this will be uh, helpful to those of you that will be attending or a uh, good episode to look back on down the road for those of you that decide to attend later. So got a few different questions in here. We're going to get through these pretty quickly. This will be a relatively short episode this week, but... As we are officially in the National Week, it's been a while, so I want to start with what's on your mind. What are you guys feeling as we're headed back to Chicago, headed back to the National? Um, what's on your mind? Well, you got a puzzled look on your face. I'll start with you. Like I'm, I'm very yeah. curious. You got a very puzzled look. Didn't we just say we weren't doing what's on your mind? No, what's on your mind about the National? Do we not want to do it? Time. No, we are. We're going to do what's on your mind. And... You know, but like, I feel like what's on your mind is binary. Like, thank you. It's like, thank you. you. Can't like, be like, what's on your mind, but let me only let me put you in a- to have certain things on your mind. <laughs> yeah, let me put you in a box and I'm in control of your thoughts. My name is Ryan Johnson. Hello. Hey, Lou, what's on your mind, man? <laughs> okay, what's on my mind? Um, it's very basic. I just want to get there. I want to see the room. I want to feel the room. I, I, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say I don't off the top of my head and remember where our table is. So I'm excited to see that and see what's going on, who's around us. I like making friends with the people in our general area. um, So that'll be fun for me. And I'm only in town Tuesday to Thursday. So I'm just excited to get there, get in the room and start making things happen. Wow. Tuesday to Thursday. Yeah. Quick for me. Guy's efficient. Ty, what about you? I'm trying to do deals. I'm trying to be in the mix. I'm trying to make plays. I'm trying to leave with some Lorcana. I'm excited to see everyone coming through with some cards, getting prepared. feels like Christmas Eve a little bit, if I'm being super honest. I got to get some stuff from Montclair. I got to figure out how to do that before I fly tomorrow. I'm going to bring some whack. I think, trying to execute some trades. I'm excited about VFriends. It's pretty cool. VFriends, like, has a real corporate, like, big booth set up, and we'll have, like, a big large setup. brand. Yeah, we'll have, like, a really large brand presence, and we have some really cool – uh, product we're releasing that's like show exclusive lou's favorite um and, uh, <laughs> I'll no, say they, the, the v friends exclusives are better there's also really? a, a national uh exclusive pin um and yeah i'm just i'm just ready to get there uh, it's like sports overload which i need which i need i'm i'm like well i'm i mean another thing that's on my mind the summer series premier league no no we're not doing that is actually going off pretty well because I was saying I'm very sports starved. Like last night I was fired up AC Milan's playing Real Madrid in some like friendly, meaningless game, but it felt like it was the Super Bowl because I just feel like there hasn't been that great of sports on. The open was kind of terrible. Brian Harlan takes 30 seconds to hit the ball every time and like isn't a fun golfer. So that happened. The Dane won the Tour de France, by the way. Tour de France winner. Right, you got to stop this. Like 560,000 <laughs> a year. you gave me that. crap earlier. Like, I'm no. Ryan Johnson, I control your mind. Like, I can't do this. Those are all the things that are on my mind ahead of the show. It could have kept going. You didn't even let me get into Messi. I mean, it's, yeah, let's go. What's on your mind, Ryan? Uh, what's on my mind? Uh, just being there, right? Just being there for a few days, kicking it with you guys. Um, yeah, it's the biggest week of the year in sports cards. It's the biggest show in the world. It's uh, 
nothing like it. Chicago is a great city for uh, the national from a social perspective, right? You get to leave and there's five, six hotels connected to be able to, you know, hang out, trade, make deals uh, in such a close proximity uh, to the venue is just, is, is so nice. So um, yeah, just excited to be there. Looking forward to making some deals. Going to bring a couple cards to sell, uh, but hoping to uh, be able to buy some cool stuff, make some deals happen, get some content and just have a, have a fun week. So um, 365 days. I remember when we started the countdown or I think it was 362 when we started last time it uh, yeah, it's just crazy. It's, you know, time is time. I think it's one of the best quotes ever on card talk. And you know, that's the way I look at this is time is time. And 362 days have passed since we started the countdown and you know, we're uh, by the time this episode drops, it'll be zero. So just kind of, kind of cool to see it finally happen again. It seems like it never is going to come and then it happens and then it's over before you know it. And you're like, dang, can't wait till next year. So. I got connected with a couple of people in the last few days who I haven't spoken to since last national. I don't, I don't know what it is about me leaving the national that I just like didn't talk to a bunch of people that I talked to on a fairly regular basis otherwise, but I got connected with them again. So I'm excited to like go see some of my boys this week. Love it. Awesome. Love it. All right. <laughs> Jay dropping a good one about my, our friend Cruz. All right. I hope I see him. I hope he's there. Yeah. Kid's a legend. You better be. Um, all right. So I have a bunch of questions. I want to try to get through some of these a little bit quicker than others. Uh, I will start with a good one. Um, one I want to get answered because Jay, uh, so we should start with this. Uh, Jay. <laughs> wait, wait. Jay, did you ask me to answer a question that's not on the question list? No. It's not on the question list. Oh, well, I didn't put that one on there because I, I, I just, there were like 90 people that were trying to find out about it. Listen, 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 guys. No, 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 no. And what's on your mind? Lou, Lou real like quick. That. Tons of questions about trade night. Yes. Important. Maybe you want to lead off with addressing that. Not even yes. the list. Well, if there's been a, it's a conglomeration of questions. Yeah, but then you just go one, question one, talk about trade night. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. Ty, you understand. I try, Jay. Yeah, just like, hey, I'm Ryan's already getting possible thing going on. We will, I mean, we, Ryan, you see how many times I got to follow up to the calendar. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, we'll get my. We love you, Jay. All right. So the number one question was about uh was about trade night. Um, certainly the most asked, and trade night is happening. Uh, it will be uh, Thursday after the show ends, 7 to 10 p.m. It will be on the second floor ballroom. So that's just up – I believe it's just up the escalators. Um, I was not super involved in the planning process once I found out my wife and I were expecting. So um, Jimmy over Kentucky Basketball Cards, him and his team, uh, the Roadshow Cards team, they set a lot of this up. They've done a fantastic job on this. Um, so I'm excited to see it because I think they've done an incredible job and – um, you know, I, I know from the seven past trade nights we've run or seven plus years of doing it. Um, it's been really, really fun. So I'm excited for it, but it'll be seven to 10 post national, um, on Thursday, second floor ballroom, uh, upstairs, um, above the national. So should be fun. I know there's 120 tables. 
I know last year a lot of people's concern was like the fire marshals ended up kicking people out of line just because they're like, hey, there's so many people. We can't let you in. Obviously, that is certainly not our intentions. We have no reason. This is not meant to kick people out. Um, but unfortunately, if there's a million people, the fire marshal only allows us to have so many in a confined space. I don't know that number this year. Hopefully, it's 50 times more than it was last year. Um, but that's kind of the information I've got right now. So Thursday, 7 to 10. I will certainly post more stuff on my story, try to share it with Jay as well to post on Car Talk. Uh, should anything change? Should I hear more? So just uh, wanted to share that first and foremost as it was the, probably the most asked about question. All right, a couple more. Bockers PC. If you're seeking one player or one card, what's the most efficient way to search? Ty, you're looking for some Lorcana. What's the most efficient way for you to search? For me personally, it would be put up a post on my Instagram story saying I'm looking for that and that I'm at the national and probably ask people to reshare it. And then outside of that is walk. I, I, I'm trying to think because, you know, back to the fanatics lot, like there isn't a directory per se. in that regard. Yeah. There's a floor plan, but like, so I'm thinking, how do you get the word out the quickest? Tag, you know, put it up in story, tag five dealers, you know, they'll probably reshare it, start to get some inbound, let people know that you're there. Um, you know, people are going back and forth chattering on that um, on IG during the show. But otherwise, just walk and ask and just walk up, just say the word like boom, boom, boom. Just walk up to the dealer, say, boom, no, keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the best way. I can't even remember how many times people walked up and were like, hey, do you have any of this person? And the answer, if it's no for me, it's if I've heard somebody else was selling it, I will yep. be happy to tell them. Like, it's it's mostly like yep. a word of mouth thing because there's really, yep. like Tyler said, there's no directory. That's the way forward is you have to ask people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you really, really are searching for something, Tyler's answer is the best way to do it for sure. Like, post it on IG, ask for shares. That's certainly the best and most efficient. Depending on how much time you've got and how much you want to look, you could find the floor plan. You could see the list of dealers. You could find them on social and you could dig to their social posts and see what kind of stuff they have for sale, for trade, whatever, whatever kind of stuff they're posting. It takes a lot more time, a lot more effort. So something to keep in mind, but I like Ty's approach a lot better. Hey, this is what I'm after the show. Can someone help? GK Emerson 418. Is the internet going to be better this year? <laughs> I hope so. You would think in a world where they they know there's more and more people coming with cameras and phones and recording and things. A, digi a digital age. I mean, we've been in a digital age the entire time we've had this podcast going to the show, and there's never been internet. So <laughs> that's fair. Um, you would think that it's got to be better than this year, though. The bar was pretty low last year. Yeah, but it's just like so many people in an indoor place. Like it's hard. Like you go yeah, to some, mean a big like, cement building with stadiums. thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to some like good sporting events or like a concert, and it's the same situation. How do you? How, like how Jet does... Stadium? I guess Jet Stadium has Wi-Fi that you can like connect to. Yeah, but is is hit and miss when you go to a Jet game. Yeah, it, I I have a general question about how like the internet works on phones when it's in a crowded area like that, but that's not for this podcast. Um. Yeah, I don't. I like, don't, what is it? Like, why is it that to, when there's so many people? It stops working. Why? Uh, we're going to figure that one out. Somebody get Edison on the phone. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or six one five Sloan Bass. Sloan Bass. Uh, how do we get white or black boxes for our redemptions? Hmm. So, uh, in the past, it used to be wait in line, a big redemption line, and when it was your turn, Panini would look at your redemptions and they would swap out stuff for cards of fair value. They would swap out for white or black boxes, etc. I don't believe that's how it works anymore. I am not Panini. I do not know Panini's policy up and down in terms of this. But from my understanding, they have appointments online that were able to be filled where you could meet with a Panini representative. It would go over your redemptions and they would replace it. Um, I know they t- there was like social posts about it, either IG, Twitter, etc. But they posted it out and it's like, hey, if you want to schedule something to meet with us about these, this is where you can schedule. I think you can actually do it in the Panini app as well. I think it's under like uh, – I was looking around there the other day and I think you can do it in the app. But that is, again – whether they're giving out black boxes, white boxes, that I don't know. That is just how the redemption process has worked in the past year or so um, compared to how it worked in the past. How is it possible that on Panini and Tops' Instagram, there's not one post on either page about here's what's happening at the National with us? I gave you the same criticism six days ago. Said no, the I exact know. Same thing, and you're like – yeah, but maybe the week of. And that's, the, the, I think, about the same thing. I'm like, how are you going to the biggest show in the world and there's no teasers, previews, hype? There's nothing. There's no build up to this. I cannot believe it. Any company. Strange. Panini America blog. Let's see. You don't see it on Panini. You don't see it on Tops. You don't see it on Panini Weekly, weekly Redemption card. card updates. No, you don't. Yeah, I mean, there's in the past, there's always been like, hey, this is a preview of what the patches look like. This is a preview of what the autos look like. This is a preview of what the numbered rookies like. Is there a Victor Wembanyama rookie card? It was a big chase in Zion in 19. I went back and watched the Chicago vlogs. I sent you guys a clip. Like, I went back and watched the vlogs. We were chasing Zion in those packs. Zion was a big deal then. Is Victor will be a big deal? Is he going to be in there? Don't yeah, know. It's interesting. Yeah, that's wild. That's very uh, strange. See picks and cards. Tips on selling to dealers. Tips on selling to dealers. What I would say is read the room first. And what I mean by that is dealers, vendors paid money to have those tables. They are set up as a storefront. And that means when people are engaging with them at the booth, those are potential customers of purchasing from them. And a lot of times I'd say, the, the, the call-outs are don't, don't walk into someone's home and act like it's your home. Yeah, you own the place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if you're looking to sell someone, sell something to a dealer, again, understand if they're in the middle of a conversation. Don't just jump into it. Yeah. Um, understand that if they're in the middle of a conversation, let it finish. Understand that the top of a of a case on a table is is real estate that was paid for you can't just go and put your stuff on someone else's real estate and and set up without asking you can't go pitch a tent on someone's front yard correct without asking and what and so those are things that i would just look out for because while it probably happens a lot the dealer when they do wrap up that conversation is probably less open-minded to give him 45 seconds or a minute of checking out what you got. You know, there's always the, Hey, people do the song and dance. Let me see what you got. 
you know, versus are you looking for this? Are you looking for this? And if you come over and kind of rub someone the wrong way, even if they're not really that perturbed, they're probably less likely to engage in that convo and maybe get a sale yeah. off. So those would be my watch outs. And then there's probably some more offensive things, sales minded that you guys can maybe talk about. But I would just those are like the important things when you roll to, I think, a table to not get someone like kind of just irked off. Yeah, I think Tyler said everything that's like a courteous thing. Like, hey, I, I see it a lot. Like the one thing I will I see a lot at the show where I, I like irk a little bit is like, hey, how much is this card? You know, Lou brings up a card and wants to sell it to me. And I'm like, hey, you know, how much do you want for this? And mm-hmm. Lou's like, Lou's like, I'd like $500. And Tyler's a bystander goes, oh, that's a good price. Uh, I'll, you know, I might buy it for that. And like gets involved in somebody's conversation between A and B, like that drives me absolutely nuts. Like yep. I'll go, I'll, I'm being, I'll be in like going through a dealer's cards and I'll be looking and somebody else do that. I'm like, don't do that. That's terrible. Um, so that, but like I think one of the more obvious things with just to answer the question, truthfully, Tyler gave great courtesy advice. I would say is know what you want for things. Know what you want. If the internet doesn't work and you have a box full of stuff and the dealer spends 20 minutes going through your box and pulls out. 40 cards and he says hey how much do you want for these and you're like uh let me look and he has to spend another time more time waiting on you to price you've got to look the internet doesn't work you'll just come back you just wasted 20 or 30 minutes at the busiest card show in the world for a dealer that has only a finite amount of time and a finite amount of resources and paid to be there have an idea of what you want for things that's the one thing i'll say is so many people would come up to us last year and be like you know Hey, I'd like to sell this card. Awesome. Like how much you want for it? Uh, not sure. Uh, no idea. Yeah. I just think in general, you need to be very honest about what you want to sell it for. Like have a yep. real number. It's also going back to what Todd was saying, like, and what you said, people paid to be there. They are there to sell things. They are not necessarily inclined to pay full sticker price for your car that you have, which understandably, if you're walking in with two or three cards, you want to sell, you have a lot of, like mental value on those things, but you have to understand that those people are there to sell. So if you want to sell to them, you kind of have to play by their rules a little bit. Yeah. And that, and again, there, there's a lot of dealers. Somebody might be way, willing to pay more than others. Some people have more liquid cash than others do. Some people have more free capital. Doesn't mean they're bad. If they don't want to buy it, they want to pay more. You're more than welcome to feel out offers. Just also don't just also know one thing I hate is what some people will do is they'll walk around and say, Hey, how much are you giving me this card? And I'll you know, they're like, What do you want for it? Thousand. Uh, I'd give you six. Okay. Then there's okay, I'll think about it. And then they go to every table in the room and they come back to you and they're like, Okay, I'll take six. Well, that's not how it works, right? If you decline my offer and then walk away, or you counter my offer and then walk away, if it happened on eBay, that offer's not there. Now you go field it to everybody else. So that to me, you know. One thing I'll say is if you make somebody an offer and you think about it, just know when you leave the table, just, it may not be the case, but assume the offer is gone. Yeah. You're going to start from trash when you walk away from the table. So just, again, just point, it takes time, but that's a good one. Again, that's really good. A lot of people there, a lot of people that set up this are very nice, respectable, reasonable. We all use the same things. We're all trying to do a lot of the same thing. Um, you, You get out what you put in. So you go in with good vibes, good energy. You're respectful and courteous. You'll you'll get the same back. Right. Um, this this is probably a loose specific question. It doesn't say, but I, I would imagine it's a loose specific. It's from Base Breaks. He says, "Do you think Josh Allen's market will heat up during or post national?" 
objectively speaking, yeah, the Bills are like a Super Bowl favorite. I wouldn't necessarily consider them to be a good one, but people are very into Josh Allen. They're very into the Bills. I think there's an outside chance they signed Dalvin Cook now, which would heat it up even more. Running backs don't matter, though. They don't, but they matter for making your team better. Yeah, especially when one of them gets hit by a jet ski and has a serious not. It's like such an unlucky, terrible situation. Maybe yeah. they should trade for Saquon. Um, but no, seriously, I, I do think I think it's fair to say that Josh is considered the second best quarterback in the NFL. I wouldn't say that, but really, no way. Behind Who's Joe Burrow, second best no. quarterback in the NFL, Joe Burrow. I think I think there'd no. be a conversation. Some people would have that conversation. It would definitely be 75-25. I, I think I, I'm like – I don't think Josh Allen's going into the, the national with like that much hype or like – You could argue that they're that he's on the downturn. That's what I'm saying. I just think yeah. like since he's, that last game and the blow-up, like I, I don't – I think he, he has to do some things on the field. I think the first eight games like before yep. the, the buzz gets back. Look, I, this is I a big this him. is a big season for Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, a first round exit, a second round exit, anything short of a Super Bowl is not good for Josh Allen this season. It is agree. not good. It's gonna get it's gonna get late early for Josh Allen if we keep having these same. We don't win MVPs. We don't win any other major awards. We don't make it to the AFC Championship in football or in the in the NFL mm-hmm. like. These things are going to start piling up quickly, and you're going to be six or seven years into Josh Allen's career, and you're going to be like, what has Josh Allen accomplished? And the list will be a lot of passing yards, a lot of touchdowns, regular season wins. That's going to be it. You know who else did that? Tony Romo. There's a humongous list of people that did a lot of those things. So mm-hmm. if you if you were starting a team a lot tomorrow, of too. if you were starting a team tomorrow, and Josh Allen's high on the list, very Patrick, high. Hang on. Patrick Mahomes is off the board. You have the number two pick. Joe Burrow, for sure. No question. Okay. No question. Yeah. Fine by me. And T Law might be in the conversation. Not, no. <laughs> yeah. Hurts. And uh, I was going to say, and Hurts. Yeah, T Law. No. The guy was in the Super you, You're confusing me now. He was in the Super Bowl last year. You don't think T Law? No. Me? I think T Law's above Hurts. Yeah. If I was making a list, I would go more. Where's Jay Allen about out there? Uh, I think Josh Allen and Hurts are the next two on the list. I'm taking T Law over those two. But they're 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 top five. Herbert's Herbert's How probably about Kirk? pretty. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> yeah. How about Twelve the quarterback thir- for the thirteen next years. Uh, he's not going to be there three years. I'll give you two. Hmm. He might have made a made a comment hmm. about three. Yeah. I mean, you see That's the way you see. Hold on, we saw the Garrett Wilson catch, but did you see the no look look off throw? <laughs> That made the linebacker think the ball was going over there and it was going yeah. over there. It's mm-hmm. getting a little spooky. I think we should do a top five list in the coming weeks on Car Talk for the record because I, I may be now I might be too high on Josh. I'm be going too far the other direction. Yeah, that if Lou is like I'm taking Josh Allen second, Car Talk is like broken. I'm not taking I'm just saying the world at large. Maybe I'm just in fantasy brain, but like who'd Josh you take? Allen. Who'd you take? My top five would be Mahomes, Hertz. Wow. Burrow, Allen, no, uh, uh, Trevor. Okay, that's fine. You have you just have Hertz higher. Yeah, yeah. What about what about uh, 
a guy from Los Angeles. Six, seven, eight, like Midbird. Oh, Midbird? <laughs> the way you guys talk about Josh Allen is the way I feel about Justin Herbert. Show me. Hmm. Big, year for, big year for a lot of people. Big year for a lot of guys, actually. All right. Uh, this is a personal question. I'll answer this one quickly. Uh, text and card breaks. Ryan, are you going to rip a thousand gold packs again like you did in 2018? <laughs> uh, no. Gold packs were much, much easier to get there. They made a lot more of them. And um, cheaper, I would imagine. Yeah, things are very different now. Gold packs are much, <laughs> much, much more expensive. Um, no, I do not intend to drop that much uh, cash on gold packs this year. I will rip how some. Much, how much would a thousand gold packs cost you right now? Uh, right now, I would imagine a thousand north of I mean, fifty dollars a pack plus, probably closer to sixty, seventy bucks a pack. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What are they selling for on eBay? Yeah, I mean they're like they're typically pretty good resale post national. I mean silver packs from like last year's national, I think we're doing like thirty five or forty dollars at one point post. Forty bucks sold yesterday. Yeah, there you go. Gold or silver? Gold. Okay, there's a gold pack for forty. So in the moment they'll be higher, especially if Victor's in it. Yeah. Michigan collectors, is it safe for a teen to carry a decent amount of cash around? Um, a teen, is it safe for a teen to, yeah, I mean, right. My answer is yes. Yeah, I took, I, I took a few thousand bucks, my third or fourth national in, um, there's definitely tips and tricks for that, um. You know, I think one of the big thing is like you don't want to flash it like you're not trying to make it known. I think when you grab cash out of your book bag or your pocket, whatever, you do those things very discreetly. Get Put your book bag on the floor. When you take the book bag off, count the cash in your bag. I think there's certainly ways to do it. Um, but also like if you feel uncomfortable in that, that situation, like if, if you feel worried, if you feel scared, there's security, there's – big big companies there there's a lot of people there do not be afraid to speak up and ask for questions ask for guidance mention it to a dealer just like hey i think someone you know whatever like ask for help in those situations um again i'm also not flaunting a bunch of money like that's that's a very big point walking you know buddy systems like there's there's a lot of things you can do to protect yourself carrying cash um i I wouldn't say i would show a bunch of money i would have it very open i would walk alone home a mile at night by myself under you know 18 years old yeah i'd probably wouldn't do a lot of those things but there's certainly ways to carry cash and you know handle yourself like a you know an adult while you know feeling feeling safe in that venue everybody be very safe with your money and your stuff yep yeah, I think um, I got into this actually conversation the other day. Um, you know, there was like, I guess for us, maybe growing up, I don't know if it's still much, but it was like, don't talk to strangers. Stranger danger. Yeah, actually, like I was taught the inverse. Like for the, if you're in trouble, like the chances are like people are, you could go up to someone and they're going to help you out. Like, so if you're at the national and you feel uncomfortable, by and large, if you walk up to someone and say, "Hey, I feel yeah. uncomfortable right now," like I think someone's yeah, like 
they're gonna help you out. I think the point of Stranger Danger was like, hey, if a guy offers you candy in the back of his van, don't get in his car. Yes, but that that's but uh, yes, but that got <laughs> extrapolated to like, don't talk to people you don't know. Like, and if you're in a mall, like, and you're lost as like a twelve year old, yeah, hundred percent. If you go up to someone and say, I'm lost, I don't know where my mom is, they're not gonna be like, get away from me, kid. Yeah, get away from me, like, punk. Let me help you out. So that's what I mean is lose like I might don't flash your money. It's never a good idea to walk around. But I got all this money. But if you're a teenager and you are, have thousands of dollars, I actually think it's probably a good place to learn, continue to do business and grow up like Ryan Johnson. That's true too. I think be careful about talking to strangers. It's another conversation for another another conversation for another day, but it is very weird that we were told, hey, don't ever get in strangers' cars with candy. And I get in Ubers now and people I don't know, and they've always and they got, got candy. candy. It's kind of yeah. weird, man. It's <laughs> just very just, just very interesting how much time's changed. That's funny. So uh Will Sports Cards 17. How do you get the Lou favorite? It doesn't say this, I just added this, but the Lou favorite national exclusive packs. So Lou made a point earlier that he's surprised that, you know. These companies don't have it. Typically, a lot of this stuff is done by now. It is Monday when we're recording this. Typically, this would be there where we could talk about it. Um, in the past, how this has worked from Panini, that's the one I've had the most experience with. They have set times, this time, this day, this time, this day, this time, this day. They post them on Instagram. They post them on their website. They post them at the National. This is very not hard to find information once they're posted. But it says, hey, if you buy this box, this box, this box, or this box, you could get X number of packs. Last year's Chronicles draft picks was one. It was like two or three packs. You had to go to like one of the certified dealers there, the David Adams, the Blowout, Steel City, Chicagoland, et cetera. You say, hey, I'd like to buy one of these packs. Those companies will have those boxes marked. They'll tell you as well, hey, these packs qualify for Panini's promotion. You buy one of those boxes from them. They typically give you some sort of like sticker or whatever with the box. You go over to Panini at those designated times, wait in line. They cut the box wrapper off, take your sticker, and they say, all right, here's your couple packs, and you walk out of line, and you're good to go. It's typically how it is. Very straightforward, very easy. does not take a lot of uh, – it's not very confusing. If you have questions, ask anybody at the Panini booth. Ask somebody at one of the corporate booths. They'll help you. It's 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 not hard. Leaf has some stuff. Wildcard has stuff. Tops will have stuff. There will be a lot of tables with you know, show-exclusive things. Everybody's different on how they do them, when they do them, et cetera, um, but it's – Typically, you go up to one of those booths and say, hey, I'd like more information about how to do this. They'll explain it in 60 seconds, and you'll be good to go. It's not not super challenging. Yeah. It'll be posted somewhere. Once everyone gets there, you'll you'll be able to find it. It won't be hard to find. It's seven, this is from C-Bill Sports Cards. Is 70% of comps too much to ask? Depends it's on a very, Exactly. Very case-by-case. Case. Yeah. 70% on a LeBron James exquisite patch auto is a very good deal. 70% on a base card of, you know, uh, nobody from five years ago. Maybe, a, you know, maybe a little bit harder of a sell. So it just depends on what it is. You can always, you can always go down. You can't go up. That's true. That's true. Right. If you, if cards worth a hundred, it's easier to say 85 and take 75 than it is to, easier to, than it is to take 70 and take 75. Yeah, and also the reality is just calling it how I see it. For the most part, no matter what number you say, someone's going to say a lower number. Nah, we got a great we got a great example of that not happening on this show. 
A very famous case did not happen on this show. That's not true. Well, because Jay's a good guy and wants to do a fair deal. But a lot of people will try to nickel and dime you for every penny. So no matter what you say, expect a lower number. That's a great negotiating tip. We can call it what it is, but that's a good negotiating tip. If you want to nickel and dime people, that's what you're going to expect. I don't know about nickel and dime. I mean, if you run a business, I mean. Right. But if the card's valued at 100 and I come to you and I say, I'll take 75, I'll take 70 for it. And it's a liquid card. Some people would say 55, no matter what happens. Ryan's one of those people. So you say 80. Sometimes. Depends on what it is. I don't know. And and who are you doing a deal with? 55 is a little low. Depends on who you're doing the deal with. Yeah, or am I spending? Am I spending fifty-five dollars or thirty grand? Like, yeah, it's, there's money. a ton of variables. You know what I'm saying? The global point yeah, is yeah, yeah. what you say. People, <laughs> are, people are probably going to say a lower number. Bless you. But yes, my bad. But yeah, that's why I think it's easier just to start at you know five, ten percent above what you want, knowing you're willing to negotiate. But you know, if it's worth a hundred, I'm not saying hey, I'll take one thirty. Well, last, yeah. they, they can see the last comps 100 and they're like, yeah, we're not even close. They're just going to pass. So that's why, again, knowing what you want, knowing your price ahead of time will make it a lot easier. 100%. And and speaking as a guy who's gotten ripped off on many a deal, feel confident in your number before you walk into the deal. Very, very good point. Uh, Central Valley Cards uh, says, <laughs> this is my guy, Garrett. How do you get a wife to attend a national? All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on like how committed or invested your wife is. My wife was uh, very interested in going, likes to be there, likes to be a part of it. Like she loves it. Um, so it was not very hard to convince Reg to go. Um, but back in the day when I wasn't doing this full time, things were different. And I hadn't, you know, we hadn't been building it like we, we are now. Um, in Atlantic City, it's like, hey, there's a beach and shopping and that was a little bit of a different sell. Um, so there's other other ways that way. But um, take some convincing, take some money, um, takes a few things. It's it's not the easiest sell in the world. And you have to accept like the reality is they most likely don't want to spend the entire time in a convention center. So you got to find some other things to do in the city you're in. And you got to give up on a trade night one night to go to dinner or to go to a Cubs game or to go yeah. to whatever. Compromise. It's like marriage. It's a good call. Uh, no, no Cubs games this. Uh, White Sox play the Guardians. Electric matchup. Actually, my boy Flo is in town because he's doing the production for the Sox game. It might be Friday night Apple TV. Is that how baseball still works? That's correct. So he does Apple uh, production on Apple TV. Baseball. He's doing the Friday night and then coming to the show on Saturday. All right. Last question as we wrap it up. Drewby's sports cards. What is a must for a first timer? Come by the card talk booth. I mean, that's the easiest answer. Um, get, go to uh, Ryan's trade night. <laughs> um, Show exclusive packs. I think you should experience a long line. <laughs> like, I think it's fun. I think it's funny. If you like, I'm a, I'm a guy who likes the people watch. So like, Standing online for an hour at PSA and just watching all the characters is one of one experience. You can't replicate that. Uh, my single advice to that is do as many deals as possible. Actually, get the experience. Yeah. Get the experience of getting deals done. You're not going to come out the winner on all of them, but you know, trades, some sales if you're bringing some cards, like 
get some deals done. I think it is one of the most exciting, intoxicating, um, and best form of learning that can be applied across a lot of this areas of life. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations, essentially. I gave some advice, but I would, I would, I would, I do think that show exclusive things are worth trying because they're they're cool. But one thing I would really, really say, genuinely mean this, and it would be my best piece, my number one piece of advice would be take photos. I have been to every single national since Cleveland in 2009. And I think the first photo I have of myself is 2013 at the national with Jared Sollinger. Funny story. The only reason Jared Sollinger actually let me, the Panini rep, let me take a picture with Jared Sollinger is because I looked 12 and I was 21 or was it 2013? No. I mean, you look like 21 now. Yeah, so like that's the only reason I got to take a picture. Um, that would be what I would say is take lots of photos. I wish, wish more than anything, I had the photos from the first couple nationals I got to go to. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun. So that would for sure be my advice is take lots of photos. You'll never regret it. Print them at freaking Walgreens or CVS for four dollars. Um, it I, I I would do anything to have those pictures for sure. So that would be a good piece of advice is take lots of photos. Like Jared Sollinger, Columbus, Ohio native, which makes sense why you took a picture with him. Yeah, and Buckeye currently is in the Chinese Basketball Association. Yeah, drafted by the Celtics. Good That's for you, those... man. He was a good player. He was, he was a, a really good, good college player. But he was out of the league fast. He was only in the league for five years. That's not terrible. I guess it's not, but it's just I feel like he was around for longer. Yeah. Man, big deal. They went to uh, – it was him and Trey Burke. Went to the same school, and I know it. North was it Northland? They went to a high school together. They were good. Really? And Trey Burke went to your rival? Yeah, Michigan. I don't think he got recruited by uh, what's it? Dad Mata. Really? Yeah. Sad. Those Ohio State program. teams were good, yeah, man. Sad ran a good, nice good. program. Ohio State's basketball. We know that. <laughs> Who's the white boy point guard? Aaron Craft. Aaron Craft. Yeah, my guy. That it was, was like for twenty yeah. years. And loading, right? Yeah, D loading was our first like he, really like big name. Like, yeah, he that was, was a big deal. Solinger was a big deal. Obviously, Odin was a big deal. Um, but D loading was like this was the a guy. big deal. Yeah, it was. And like, then it was. Came yeah, and then it, flashy, and then it was. And then it was Kada. It was Kada Bates Diop, who was that in one. from Thad Mata, and then when they got. Um, the new coach, Chris uh, Holtman. When Holtman came in, it was Kata's last year. He won Big Ten Player of the Year that year, like had a really big year. So that was like a big deal. Nice. And then they got that kid that just got drafted by the Jazz. That's going to be good. Bryce Sensible. Hmm. But yeah, like, I mean, not not quite football. Yeah, I haven't, I got to tap back into college basketball. But Best. college football this year. We're getting closer, boys. We're getting so close. The Jets have a preseason game in like a week. Yeah, there's there's the NFL preseason game kicks off next weekend with the Jets uh, run the whole team game. Yeah, the Jets Browns. I think it's gonna be a lot of Zach Wilson in that game. Zach Wilson like, cards. I like that. <laughs> um, Terrible. Latest preseason rankings. All right, we gotta go. Stay tuned, though. Stay tuned. Car talk live from the National. Bonus episodes dropping multiple times throughout the week. So make sure you guys check those out. Come say hi if you're in, if you're going to be in Chicago at the show, though, for sure. Um, booth number, Jay? You know the booth Six, number? 
The case uh, booth number six eighty nine six ninety one. Here we go. Uh, what is one thing that comes to mind that you want to pick up at the show? Um, bulk slabs is a good one. Um, Donnie Nicky Auto is always great. Um, I don't like. I don't have like one card. I'm like, I gotta get this. If I see something cool, if I can see a John Snow, Amelia Clark dual auto, or like Kit Harrington, like Amelia Clark, I like that. If I see like a Harry Potter auto, I like that. Like something cool. Like again, like the stuff I pick up for the PC now is like unique things I can't find anywhere else. Like a couple of years ago, I picked up a in Chicago two years ago a Jim Kelly one of one like uh shield patch auto, like super cool old school patch. Yeah. On card auto, it was like under thousand bucks. I'm like, this is super cool because I can't find this anywhere else. Those are the kind of cards I like picking up. So unique, random, rare stuff like that for sure. Hello. Um, you know me. I like to walk in and feel and see what I find. But if anyone has Jose Altuve, um, yeah, I like to know what's going on in the room, and that determines what I buy. But if anyone has Jose Altuve, if anyone has Garrett Wilson, if anyone has Sauce Gardner, come see your boy and Mark Sanchez always. Duh. Love that. I, I got to pick up some art box, some Harry Potter. You've been talking about it for so long. You got to just do, you have to just get something. Gotta, yeah. yeah. You got to make a play to get a yeah. taste and then you'll get it. I feel like I'm going to leave with some six stuff. That's how I feel. I, my number one goal is to grade my, uh, um, the bowling guy cards that I have and I need to Pete grade Weber? Yeah. Right. Can I ask you a random question that you may not know any answer to? What do you think a 2018 World Cup, like the jumbo uh, box, goes for? I mean, pr- pretty soft market right now, so I can't imagine it's insane. But it's a uh, it's a pr- pretty solid box. I mean, that's Mbappe, right? So yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't follow. I don't follow it enough. If I had to guess, just complete guess. A fat pack box was six hundred bucks as of five days ago. I would have said fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred two K somewhere in there. It's just twenty five thousand dollars for a case of that. It seems like a lot, but Mbappe Golds I know are big deals, so I would guess somewhere in there, but it could be five grand, it could be foul, I have no idea. Without looking, that's what I would guess, fifteen hundred to two K, but I don't know. Yeah. Alright, let's not bore the let's not bore the people. See you guys in Chicago. Sounds good. See you gang. Peace and love. <laughs>